You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums. You must hear before you die. CC sheet music in the room. I have Rob. Yes, sir. Ben. Play me. Solange. You gotta be cool on Wall Street. And John. Up yours. Up mine. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. Sheet music is the second album by the English rock band 10CC, released in 1974 on UK Records. The producer was 10CC, and the genre is art rock, pop rock, hard rock, avant pop, probably more. Uh, And from the book, George Dubali. Following 10CC's self-titled debut album, Sheet Music took a big step towards the sound that would become the group's trademark. The record typifies the eclecticism and breathless innovation that characterized 10CC's earlier work. Soft and fuzzed art rock guitars, seamless harmonies, elements of spoof and parody, and shifts between musical genres, often within the same song. Part of the album's strength lies in the fact that all four musicians were also songwriters and multi-instrumentalists. With lyrics that are never less than sharp and are frequently sarcastic, a.k.a. the worst band in the world, a satire on musical mediocrity may be the most iconic or ironic song ever. And a host of melodic twists and turns, 10CC created a piece of well-crafted, highly idiosyncratic pop. All right, what do we think of Sheet Music by 10CC? this album. I li- uh, but I love 10CC. I would raise the worst band in the world... Uh, I would raise that uh, McCluskey's College and Rock. But they're working on it. Yeah. But they're working on um, it. But no, <laughs> my favorite part of the whole yeah. album. <laughs> That's not my favorite part of the whole album, but it's 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 up there. This is smart nerd rock. The, oh, same, yeah. same with a few weeks ago with Sparks. Like just like the nerds are making really good music well, you right gotta now. be cool on I'm wall street surpri- when your index is low yeah i'm so surprised how much it reminded me of of sparks well mm-hmm. in in the in list Devo, of things early ass Devo, Devo, yeah in the list stuff. of things you were saying like what genre is this it's art rock it's this i heard someone write up this as meta pop pop mm. about pop yes which i think probably the first meta pop band would have been sparks sparks is writing pop songs or Zappa, which is a strong feel in this yeah. too. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So like, I think there's a strong feel on. Okay, these are pop songs, solid fucking pop songs, but they're about pop. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, so like I I wrote down uh, the Sacroiliac is a really good example of that because they really love to fucking like dunk on dumbass pop songs. So like the Sacroiliac is one uh one example of that where they're like, we're gonna teach you this new dance, and what are you gonna do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like, oh, this, is, this is like this is a dancer when you're at the bar and you want to drink and just watch do the the. But they do this on another song called Donna, and like Donna is um I think his name is uh the singer Graham um Goldman Goldman. He he does oh, Donna 
oh, Donna. But like, that's their thing is they love making fun of shit like that. And they love uh, putting like real life social issues into pop music, like the Wall Street shuffle, like, uh, you know, <laughs> the Wall Street ain't got time for those bums and they'll hang out on Skid Row with their like holes in their pockets. Can you spare a dime? But you ain't got the time. Hmm. Yeah. I love 10 CC. I'm I'm in the middle. I uh, I too, think too you much get, goof. I think you guys too know me, uh, and it's what? a little goof. How do you feel about Zappa? I was I was also a little in the too much goof in the middle. I'm, yeah, kind of, this yeah. album has it's grown on me. That, now it has grown on me. That's the thing is is I'm I'm starting to starting to see that, and somehow Sparks bypasses my my like sparks got me on the first listen yeah sparks goofs oh. are not as hard as the goofs but the musicality is awesome like oh, they're, they're jay dilla yeah. on jay dilla donuts mm-hmm. uh, an excellent album if you've never listened to jay dilla and it was uh his last one before he passed uh samples worst band in the world but they're working on it they're working on it exactly that's yeah. the, that i mean it's like brown brown working on it mm-hmm. it's Prevalent in Jay Dilla Donuts. Jay Dilla also sampled I, YMO too. There just you wanna, go. See, just bring there that you up. go. It I all comes around. I didn't know where that sample was from until a few days ago. But the f- when they got to that part of the worst band in the world, I was like, oh shit, that's that, that's that <laughs> yeah. sample from Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I used to hear it on Adult Swim. They would talk about like putting up their schedule and they wouldn't have it up in advance. And then they would go, working on it. <laughs> and I think about it a lot. And today when I was listening to it. Should be the band that like Adult Swim just oh like, just has uh, their bumps yeah <laughs> actually uh, Rubber Bullets was the original theme song for Super Jail I don't know if anybody knew that they only used it for one episode but oh, yeah? yeah yeah no not on this album though um, first oh go ahead no I was just no I'm, my yeah. first listen of this record I could not stand <gasps> it, it was like it they would as soon as they would have me they would just it's like they were intentionally fucking it up like. They, yeah, they'd grab, they my, were. They, they'd grab my ear. They grab my ear and be like, "Fuck your ear!" <laughs> Throw it down the stairs. That it's is like, so sad. He's like, "Now it's this coconuts." It's <laughs> <laughs> it just like it was so like ADHD. It was like it's like such a frenetic album that it was stressing me the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, oh my ten, God. 10 CC. I, I thought you were the band that did like, I'm not in love. Yeah. No. And so it's so like, no. what, what is this shit? Like, what, what's going on? I'm not in love <laughs> is the only song that sounds like that. And it's dope. And like, it's like their biggest the hit. It is their biggest hit, but it's a really good song. But that's the only 10 CC song the that sounds like that. Repeated listens, parts of it started to like fall into place. Like, it, like, it, it, I started to become more familiar with it. I started to be able to see the hard curves as they were coming up, as opposed to them catching me off guard. And the appreciation is absolutely building. You know, like, I don't know if I'm going to be blasting this all the time, but I think the more I blast it, the more it will continue to grow. Yeah. <laughs> I was finding The more pockets. I blast it, the more it continues to grow as well. So, yeah, I, I get you. Which is what 10CC me- 10 means. I used to drive around Germantown that- blasting the fuck out of this album, so, you know, no, I don't give a fuck. That's a rumor. That's a, well, that's not a confirmed. Like, yeah. Oh, like, I, do centimeters? Have, I do have no, no, the confirmed. 10, 10 cubic Go centimeters ahead. is a volumetric. What is it a volumetric of? Oh, I know what this is. It's a syringe. Yes, but what is in the syringe? Oh, I Over used to know this. I, I used to know no. this. I used to know this. <laughs> is, it is, gum? It, is it pee? You're, you are oh. correct, sir. Oh. It is 10cc, according to legend, is more 
slightly higher than the average amount of jizz. So it's like that jazz, was, but with an like, eye. Exactly. Yeah. This All seems right, cool. like a lot. That, that seems is, like a lot of jazz. Above average. This, They're saying, hey, cc, I, our I, band is above I, average. I said, I said uh, 10 cc is the Minutemen or the dead milkmen for the 70s, but now I think they're just ween. They're just ween. <laughs> oh, they're, the they're, they're, they're very weenish. Maybe that's um, why I like them so much. Yeah. Do, do, are they like this their whole career, or is this like their Weird Out album? They're, they've always been... All of their shit is weird. Except yeah. for I'm Not In Love? Yeah, kind of. Well, the, the, the same way that Squeeze had that one yes, uh, yes. tempted. But well, yeah. That's a really good That's a what, really What good you've example. got is you've got four members of 10CC, right? Two of the dudes are weirdos, and two of the dudes are like straight up rockers. And musical geniuses. So you've got Lol, which I think is like Lawrence or whatever. Lol Cream. Lol yeah. Cream and uh, Kevin Godley are the weirdos who I think have some connection to Zappa. I don't know if they were, you know, played with him or what they did. They just then, liked him a lot. Well, but I think like, and I think they had like some actual this direct music connection. Cute. A high five. And then, <laughs> and, and that's all it takes. Passes. One high five from Zappa. <laughs> he pointed you. at them during a concert once and they were like, <laughs> but then you've got, Eric, then you've got Eric Stewart and Graham Gouldman and uh, Gouldman was the dude who wrote for your love for the Yardbirds. Mm-hmm. So these are like, Died in the wool like songwriters, and you put those two together, and you end up with a fucking art project. Yeah, yeah. that somehow works. Yeah. So you've got these two songwriting teams. Traditionally, they write songs together, but also like they they have songwriting key parties, man. Mm-hmm. Like they are switching partners, <laughs> swappy swappy, all up in this baz. I'm a clockwork creep, and I can't get asleep. They wind me up and let me go, and I can't. distinct musical style that they are parodying. They're like, okay, this is our song about, like, uh, Caribbean fetishism. This is our song about, like, Neil Young nostalgia. This is our song about fucking uh, hard rock. This is our song about, like, Caribbean weirdness. Like, each one of these, if you looked at it as sharply as that, it would get annoying because you're like, oh, there's not a single fucking serious song on here. Each one is a goof. Don't need to be serious. But though. the music is good enough to be like, oh, this is a good ass song. Yeah. Even though each single one of these, you've goofed me not once, not twice, but on every single song you've goofed. Yeah, you me. peel back yeah. that goof, you get some craftsmanship down I mean, there. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah, that and that's why it's okay. I was gonna say is the the thing I did appreciate when I was listening to it is the the amazing like musicianship, mm-hmm. the playing of it, and they do such a good job of it. I would say. I'm going to say better than Zappa on a lot of it. Yeah. Maybe not on hit guitar work because Zappa is like phenomenal guitarist. But in terms of like crafting the sort of like pop, pop st- is, stylings is, is, is the that they're doing. Yeah. They're not just running like tape loops over. It. It's like they're going deep undercover into <laughs> pop territory where if you're not looking real close, you could absolutely think, oh, these guys are serious. They really want to make these like pop songs. If you just don't gloss over the lyrics yeah. or gloss over the little like intricacies that yeah. they're, that they're doing, which yeah. is it reminds Pretty me cool. of uh, Buggles. Well, yeah, yeah especially yeah. the song that we're listening to right now, the Clockwork Creep, is very Bugglesy. I love this song about so a much. bomb on a plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ticket, ticket, time bomb. Ticket, ticket, time bomb. 
<laughs> yeah. I love Somewhere in Hollywood because uh, I love, like, the whole lyric about, like, I take lassies for walkies. And she, and, uh, Norman Mailer. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, on the casting couch, I'm going to be a big star. And... Uh, I wanted I wanted to mention I I like somewhere in Hollywood because it's got that great example of the whiny 10 cc guitar like they have a they have a really distinct guitar riff that they do and you, and you don't hear it a lot in this album you hear it like on somewhere in Hollywood but it's like if you ever heard their song Minestrone which I think is on their first album it's like very like uh, it's a really interesting thing that they do in a lot of their songs but. I think I think they're really I think that besides the fact that they're goofs because like that's part of the reason why I like them is they're, is they're goofs I think that their music's really really cool I love that they do um, kind of that same thing with like what the Yardbirds did where it's almost like uh, like it's not folk rock but it's got like that sort of country influence on like the guitar work and I really like that about them a lot. It it harkens back to um, makes me feel like vaudeville like they're yeah. they're doing hard like. Now for, I'm going to show you sure. this song. Now I'm going to almost Weird Al-esque, Ween, like, yeah. Yeah. For sure, but, uh, imitating, but... But at the same time, like, it, like the, the, this is maybe two, one or two years away from Mystic Knights of Boingo Boingo yeah. forming at the yes. same time in this area, like, which absolutely had to have but been, Tens like, a Danielle Finn, an like, English band. Right? Or they moved to Los Tens Angeles. Tennessee is uh, they're British. Oh, no, they're I, British? Th- I thought you meant yeah, geographic area. I'm an idiot. I don't know. I'm dumb. I'm done. But I'm no, drunk, you're so whatever. No, but you're, well, no, um, you're musically right. you're in the correct. I mean, because because what uh, Gong Show is maybe like a year or two after this, right? And that's where they got. That's where Oingo Boingo first the unleashed Knights. themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they unleashed themselves on the Gong Show. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you? Yes, it's weird. Oh, well, you I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's there's a, a very how long did Danny it take them to Gong Oingo Boingo? <laughs> Longer than you'd think. I don't think, yeah, it was it was quite a while, but this is like very much, this is like way before Forbidden Zone. I love Forbidden it's Zone. such a wow, wow movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm just a, I'm a sucker for nerds <laughs> making interesting music. And there, you, you, you can't say this isn't interesting. No, it's very interesting. We're listening yeah. to Silly Love right now. This is just the riff from Heartbreaker, right? It's just a like the Pat Benatar, song. Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker, <laughs> not Led Zeppelin's Heartbreaker. You know what? You know what? Fuck you guys, because I wrote down for this song, love it. Why is why is uh why is Ten CC like this? Why aren't they cla- quote classic? Because this song is a classic <laughs> song. Yeah. It is. Oh, a, oh, him's yeah. Silly Love was like a hit in the Netherlands or something. Yeah. This song is so good. I feel like I I feel like I've heard it everywhere before. This song's really good. Like it is song. very it's good. Power pop banger. Yeah, Silly Love is... <laughs> You're right. You What you were saying before, too, about, like, they grab you, and then they, like, somehow, like... It, you, you stuck start, it up! You, you're <laughs> starting, <laughs> like, to, to... I start teetering, and I'm like, oh, do I... Like, or or I they know. or you're like me and they grab you and you're like, yeah, and then they... they the opposite of... I think it's a I'm like, hey, plus! <laughs> I think it's a... It's gonna be that acquired taste, you yeah. know? It's gonna be something where... It's like licorice or something yeah. where I'm like, <laughs> build I'm like, huh. a little bit to be able to enjoy yeah. the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, mean, I think I'm going to get there. Yeah, the, the music is good. And then the goof <laughs> is hard, which throws you back. And then the lyrics are so like well-crafted and dumb and also smart at the same time. You're like, oh, I've got to respect that. Like in, in every single song, there's usually some sort of goofy ass wordplay. Like in, uh, in Silly Love, it's like, oh... You know, because it's all these plays on like 
classical love and it's like oh it's love is so cliche and two pay and three pay <laughs> like what like goofs yeah exactly hard, hard goofs, goofs. <laughs> right yeah. around track three I wrote down oh this is one of those lyrics bands <laughs> <laughs> yeah well like yeah in uh in working in worst band in the world it's like up yours, up mine, up everybody's, but that takes time. But they're, but they're, they're, but they're working, working on it. They're working on it. Yeah. I mean, again, I brought up Sacroiliac. They're like, we have this dance for you. You can just stand at the bar and eat drink. That's the dance. That feels to me like seeds of Devo, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of yeah. sentiment. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 from this, I bring up the Sacroiliac, but I think. It's not that it's my favorite song in this album. It's definitely like Silly Lover, uh, your, Wall Street Shuffle. What's your favorite? Oh, Wall Street Shuffle, probably. Really? Oh, God, I love Oh, I, I love that song before, but I really love that Hotel uses the same YMO synth thing. But I really love Wall Street Shuffle. That's just like one of my favorite songs of all time. But Sacroiliac, where they say, uh, I've never been freaky or funky or laid back. I wrote hard same. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. <laughs> sure haven't. I'd have gotten Silly Love myself. I was going to say. Silly Love's uh, a really good I, I like that one. I like, one I like, I like Worst Band in the World. Or Worst Band in the World. Oh, that's so good. That's such a good one, too. Yeah, uh, I have nothing bad to say about this record. I won't probably go back to it a lot, but yeah. like ultimately, I, I give it a positive. Yeah, I admire their creativity and their freedom of pop expression. I think it's really cool that they uh, just kind of went for it, like with almost like a, like an optimistic naivety of just like it just feels like they're just four songwriters in a room just chasing inspirations down and i think that's really cool uh it's really cool that they were able to make this record uh it, it is growing on me i'm gonna go ahead and uh and give it a positive in the uh in you know just the prediction that this album's going to continue to grow on me mm-hmm. and I, I, I the bands that obviously were inspired by 10 cc i'm fans of yeah I'm a fan of. I was already a 10CC fan, <laughs> so it was like a hard positive for me. Um, so I listen to mostly like their first album, uh, and I haven't really listened to like sheet music. So the fact that I got more 10CC that I can listen to a lot more uh, is very good for me. So for me, a hard positive, but if you don't like Ween or Devo or Oingo Boingo, first of all, I don't want to know you. Second of all, you won't like this band. Go fuck yourself. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give it a positive. I've always liked it a well-crafted goof. And if you want a goof that isn't necessarily going to slap you in the face until you realize it's a goof, this is an album for you. But if you like a hard goof, you're going to love this album even more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to come around on on what I think about it. Something you said, Ben, about it's for musicians in, you know, kind of trying new things and developing their own sound and just going for it. No, You know charts be damned or sort of like 
Oh, it's hard. It, it, who cares res- what people that. think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, I feel like every time I listen to Ween, I'm just like, these guys are weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> they just are in their bedroom they sure, making weird. They sure, uh, they sure Huff and Duster. Yeah. And, uh, Where did the cheese go? A, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is cool. Uh, I will say not every song. I'm definitely not going to go back to every song and. I don't know if I'll go back to the album, but you should listen to 10 CC. Yeah, for sure. You should. You should totally. It should be noted this is the second album that we have covered that pays homage to Baron Samity. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. We didn't even get to that yet. I was surprised. It was uh, uh, Pretty Things. Pretty Things. Yeah. Yeah. SF Sorrow still, as always, is an amazing album. SF Sorrow is now maybe only contended by I Want to See the Bright Lights Tonight by like my best surprise. This Baron Samity is less. Is less true to the the Loa that is Baron Samedi. It's more about like it felt like a like a um, Eggman kind of song to me. Like, oh, let's talk about this guy who's got all these powers, you know? Bill Bragsby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it didn't really stick. But it is the second time we've heard it, so it must be a cultural phenomenon. Well, not heard the song. No, no, the the, the cult the the, re- the reference, reference to, to the, the Voodoo Loa Baron Samedi. Yeah. I thought that the 10CC uh, song, Baron Samity, had uh, some really cool xylophone and some really tight bass licks. Mm-hmm. Very Bowie-esque. Ooh, I thought so, too. Uh, all right. Or, sorry, Burn-esque. <laughs> Next time, we'll be talking about Neil Young on the beach. Heck yeah, dude. All right, thanks, y'all. Where are my thoughts?